Welcome to the Happy Whole You Podcast. I'm Anna Marie Frank, your brain health and wellness expert. Here we talk about all things wellness with a focus on how your brain functions. So the daily impact of our physical, nutritional, financial, even spiritual lives, how they impact our brain, including how we navigate all of our relationships on a daily basis, all have a major impact on how our brain functions. So get ready to rewire your biology and your brain because we have a lot of great information ahead. Hey, you guys, thanks for joining me today. I want to talk to you about viruses, what they do in the body, what's going on, and how our body ultimately, you know, we have these B cells and this is our, you know, our ability to recognize past viruses or viruses similar to them to protect us from getting sick from that same virus again. And here's the thing. In my state, there are nurses, there are teachers, there are professionals that are being mandated to get the vaccination so they can even work. And they're not getting the option to be able to provide proof of antibodies against this virus. So if they've already had COVID and they have antibodies, their body has naturally made antibodies against this virus. They're not able to use that proof to be able to go back to work. So this is crazy. I mean, this is crazy to me. So we have this thing called humoral immunity. And again, that is our body's ability to have coding in ourselves that say, Hey, I've seen you before. I don't like you, or I've seen your teammate before. You look like this and I don't like that. So we're going to come around and we're going to chop up or eat up any of these viral particles that we recognize as invaders. And we're going to get rid of them right away. We're not even going to let you even sniff ourselves. We're not even going to let you get close because we already know what you're about. We've seen you before. We have the blueprint to what you want to try to do in our body. And you know, our macro phases, they go in and they go and they chomp, 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 eat up those viral particles that want to invade our cells. And they say, hey, nope, we see you. We've seen you in the past and we're not going to allow you to do it. So here's the thing. Millions of people have been exposed to COVID-19 and they are thriving and they are fine. There are people that are passing, which is very unfortunate. 6% of people that are dying of covid The CDC claims that they have no underlying health condition, but 94% of people have at least 2.4 comorbidities that are contributing to their death. I would love to see the 6% of people, what's going on with them, right? Like if they're quote unquote healthy, what, like what is going on, right? With them, what is their vitamin D levels? What's, what's their stress levels? Are they getting enough sleep? Was their immune system already compromised? I mean, this is a great learning opportunity, you know, to, to figure this out. And, you know, the thing about it is though, <laughs> you have to have a diagnosis to 
be able to say, oh yeah, I had another pre-existing condition. So there are a lot of people walking around that don't go to doctors or that have not had their health checked out younger and younger, actually, you know, type, there's so many people that are type two diabetic that have no idea. So essentially if you're walking around on Monday and you haven't been to the doctor and you have type two diabetes, well, really you don't have it until you're diagnosed with it from a doctor. So the 6% of these people that have passed have underlying conditions and we just don't know because they just weren't diagnosed. I don't know. But I will say this, the top, and this is from the CDC, the top pre-existing conditions listed with COVID-19 related deaths is heart disease, which a lot of that is can be prevented. Renal failure, diabetes, influenza, pneumonia, respiratory failure, cardiac issues, and chronic lower respiratory diseases. So, you know, People that are having these underlying conditions, a lot of the underlying conditions, we can do something about them, right? Like we don't even have to get them, but we're not taking care of ourselves. Our foundations of health in this country are, it's laughable. It really is. We're not drinking enough water. We're not getting enough sunshine, natural sunlight. We're not sleeping how we should be. We're being over-medicated. We're being overfed and undernourished. And so... I just think it's so important that we really start to take our health in our own hands and do the best that we can. But the best that we can for most people is driven by fear, is driven by advertising, is driven by what we are seeing in the media and what is being, you know, paid to the highest bidder to show us. I came across this really cool report and it's a report from our world in data and they focus on Google search engines and news stations and what's being reported. And I'll just give you an example of they took reasons for death. So they took this research they did. They said, okay, what is being reported on death? Why are people dying? And let's put out an article or let's do a news segment on these reasons for death. And so what's interesting is violent forms of death, including suicide, murder, and terrorism, adds up to about 22.8% of Google searches in 2016, okay? And then 75% of stories on media, right, on the news stations, that pertain to death were violent deaths, so 75%. And then what's interesting, violent forms of death that I just shared with you compose of less than 3% of actual deaths in the U.S. But we're reporting in our news, 75% of people dying we're reporting are from violent deaths. When we're searching in Google searches, we're searching death, including you know topics of suicide, murder, terrorism. So our brains are already being hardwired to go to violent deaths and seek that out, or it's being given to us through the media. When really we need to be talking about deaths in terms of heart disease, which is the number one killer of Americans. How do we prevent that? What is heart disease? What can you start doing now to start reversing heart disease? And that's just not being reported. One of the most underrepresented causes of death in the media was kidney disease, which contributes to 2.7% of annual deaths each year, but only reflected 0.2% of searches. So 
we're very disconnected from what's what we're searching and what we're being fed every day. I also went and I looked at the CDC report. Every week they come out with the COVID-19, who's dying, what's their race and origin, how old are they, and what are the comorbidities that are contributing with COVID-19 death. So I just want to share that with you. So as of August 11th, 2021, 79.1% of deaths COVID-related were 65 years and older in people. 18% were ages 45 to 64. 2.9% of people were under 45 years old. And in terms of deaths by race, so non-Hispanic white is how they, I'll give you, these are the labels that they're giving, non-Hispanic white, 61%, Hispanic, 18%, non-Hispanic black, 15%. Non-Hispanic Asian, 4%. Non-Hispanic American Indian Alaskan Native, 1%. Non-Hispanic Native Hawaiian Pacific Islanders, 0.2%. Now, the most frequently listed comorbidities with COVID-19 deaths related to August 10th, the week of August 10th, or the day August 10th when this was reported, was 46.2% also had influenza and pneumonia, 19.6% had hypertension, 15.9% had diabetes, 13.1% had Alzheimer's or other forms of dementia, and 9.7% had sepsis. So there is a large population of people that are passing COVID positive that have other underlying conditions that can be prevented. Right. So if we combine almost, you know, just under 40 percent hypertension and diabetes, add another 13 percent with, you know, Alzheimer's and dementia. I mean, are there things we can be doing to prevent our brain from aging? Yes. You guys, have, if you've listened to the podcast, you know, there's things that, you know, a half a cup, a couple of blueberries a day over a long period of time can reduce your risk of dementia. So. We need to educate ourselves on ways that we can prevent the aging process, on ways we can prevent our immune system from hitting rock bottom. And we need to take care of ourselves. But let's go into the virus, any virus, and what it does in the body. And again, I just want to remind you guys, millions of people have been exposed to COVID-19 and they are thriving and they are fine. So please use this podcast as encouraging that something encouraging that is just allowing you to recognize how amazing your body and biology is. And our bodies and biology are very, very smart and our body is constantly fighting to keep us alive. And so you can trust that as long as you're giving your body the right foundations and the right building blocks, your body is going to fight like hell to keep you alive and to help you. So here's the thing. A virus comes in the body. It infects your cells. Okay. So it inserts its genetic information into our cells. And then our body releases excitotoxic T cells or cytotoxic T cells. These T cells are like security. They're like, Hey, something's not right. Something's 
you know, messed up. The cell is not right. And, and they notice those T cells notice that the receptor sites on the cells, that there's an invader there. So what happens is this sends an, you know, an alarm through the body. And what happens from that alarm being sent through the body, our bodies start to release these NK cells, which are natural killer cells. And these natural killer cells come and they say, uh-uh, like virus, you're not, you're not going to do this. And they're going to try to take out this virus. But meanwhile, the virus is smart and wants to stay alive. Because remember, viruses need a host to stay alive. A healthier host is not is going to kick this virus's butt way sooner than a host that is not strong. And so when that virus is invading those cells and it's trying to go into the cells and trying to camouflage itself, our body will actually start to produce these inferons. And, you know, these are a group of signaling proteins that each of our cells make. Um, and they are going to talk to other cells and say, hey, like this virus is here, this this invader's here, watch out for them, watch out for them. And then our bodies are producing antibodies against this virus that's trying to invade our cells. And it's, and it's blocking the body's ability or the virus's ability to mutate, right? So as our body is trying to get rid of these bad cells, toxic compounds, that our body releases these protein signaling compounds, they are able to interfere with the virus's ability to replicate and to duplicate. Meanwhile, our body creates these antibodies and these macrophages that come in and these macrophages are there. Think of them as like Pac-Man. They're like chomping up and they're ready to eat any of the viral particles that want to invade our cells in the future. So essentially, we get a virus. It tries to go in our cells. It attaches to our receptors. It tries to go in our cells. It tries to hide itself. We have T cells that come to bat for us. We also have our NK natural killer cells that come to fight for us. Our body starts producing this chemical compound, this protein that destroys those bad cells. We have antibodies that are in, that are coming and saying, Hey, like if this virus ever comes back, we're going to like beat you down. Don't even show up here again. And these macrophages, they come in and they're like eating any viral particles. And our body has this ability to remember our cells. There's like an imprint on our cells and our cells are talking to each other saying, Hey, you know, this bad guy came in. They, they beat up some of our friends and this is what they look like. And we're not going to let them come back and they are not welcome here again. And if they even try to come back here and they even try to invade us again, we already know their game plan. We know their blueprint. We know what they're going to try to do. So we're going to like be ready for them and hit them before they can even do anything to us. So in a nutshell, that is what our bodies do. I mean, it's, it's very, it's really incredible that our bodies can do that. The challenge with COVID-19 has been we didn't have that coding from the past that, oh, this virus came to us before, right? It's a brand new virus. So when it started, you know, we're worried, well, what, how's our body going to respond? How's our body going to react? What's going to happen? And so 
you know, that was a little bit unsettling. But then, you know, we've learned over the last couple of years, uh, I guess it's almost been two years. I don't know. Yeah, maybe what this virus is up to, what cells it likes to invade, where it likes to go. And then we have information out there of what we can do to prevent this COVID-19 virus from hanging around and really kicking our butts, right? So if you've never had COVID, this is essentially your opportunity to go ahead and get your vitamin D up, get your zinc levels up, take care of yourself, sleep, get sunshine, move your body, lower your stress, because that is your way to allow your body to have a full army inside ready to kick this COVID-19's butt if it and when it invades your body, right? So you're giving yourself that fighting chance. I did also want to share with you, you know, this was way back in 2020, but I know I talked earlier about those comorbidities and, you know, the things that we can do to essentially not die from COVID, right? Like we need to take care of ourselves and not develop heart disease, not develop type two diabetes. And these things are preventative. You guys, I wanted to take a quick break to remind you, you can go to happyholeyou.com and you can get your brain nutraceuticals, get our books, also some high vibe items, as well as learn about our life guide coaching programs and use the code podcast five to get 5% off the entire store. And I wanted to remind you about our brain nutraceuticals and how they are each a two month supply. We actually are really working on creating a sustainable product. All of our products have multiple active ingredients in them. We are saving on plastics. We are saving on our carbon footprint. And let's just jump right into Happy You. And I'm just going to share with you the ingredients in Happy You and how they are going to impact your body and help with your mood. So one of the first ingredients we have is our B6, which B6 is an important coenzyme that helps with the production of serotonin. You actually need B6 and tryptophan to even think about beginning to make the feel-good hormone serotonin. Also B12 we have in here, and it plays a vital role in red blood cell production, iron levels, and overall transportation of oxygen to all of your cells. We have 5-MTHF, which is really also known as folate. It's another B vitamin, and it has a significant positive impact on the biochemical reactions that regulate our cardiovascular system, our neurological system, reproductive system, and detoxification systems. Also, it specifically has reactions related to our DNA production, histamine metabolism, estrogen metabolism, eye health, fat metabolism, cellular energy, and liver health. Also, we have 5-HTP in this product, which is an agent that helps in the synthesis of serotonin. We have our holy basil, an adaptogen, an anti-inflammatory, and antioxidant herb that is very calming. We also have our magnesium glyconate, and there are many different types of magnesiums. As you guys probably know, we talk about it, but glyconate has special powers to help with mood and bowel movements. And then we have our magnesium alpha-reonate, which has special powers to cross the blood-brain barrier. And last but not least, we have tryptophan in our happy you. And this is the amino acid that is converted into serotonin in the body. And it also helps 
the body make proteins and certain brain signaling chemicals. So super, super important. And then if we dive into our Bright U, you guys probably already know Bright U is full of anti-inflammatory properties. We have turmeric, decaffeinated green tea. We have ashwagandha, red pack ginseng, resveratrol, magnesium L-threonate, all in one single bottle, one single formula that's going to help with focusing. It's also going to have anti-inflammatory properties and neuroprotective properties as well. And then we have our Calm You. So this is the wonderful formula. It's just going to like chill you out without making you tired, without making you sleepy. And we have different magnesiums in this. So we have the magnesium malate in our Calm You, and it has special powers to calm the mind. And then we also have the magnesium L3 and 8. Magnesium L3 and 8 is in all three of our products because as you know, we've talked about it, magnesium L3 and 8 crosses the blood-brain barrier, super, super important for brain health. Then we also have our B6 in um, our Calm You as well. As you know, an important enzyme that helps with the production of serotonin. We have GABA, which is this naturally occurring amino acid that works as a neuro transmitter in your brain. We also have lemon balm extract, and this is a calming herb, and it has the added benefits to help with anxiousness, ADD, ADHD symptoms. And we also have L-theanine, another amino acid found in plants, and it promotes relaxation without drowsiness. And then last but not least, we have our holy basil in the Calm You, which is an adaptogen, anti-inflammatory, antioxidant properties, and it's also a calming herb. So you guys, jump over to happyholeyou.com, grab yourself the brain nutraceuticals that are going to work for you. Use the code PODCAST5 to get 5% off your entire order of anything you purchase. And also you can take the quiz online to figure out what brain nutraceutical would work best for your brain type. All right, let's dive back in. So this was just another research that I came across and it was from Italy and it was from the National Health Institute in Italy. And what they found was 99% of those dying of COVID-19 had previous medical conditions, 25% of them dealing with one chronic illness, 26% dealing with two chronic illnesses and 49% dealing with three or more chronic illnesses. And so I just, you know, We've got to be clear in our messaging that there is a very low probability that you are going to die from COVID if you are taking care of yourself. And I think we're being just given like this, this misinformation of if you get COVID, you're going to get so sick and you're going to die or you're going to get so sick and all these things. And it's like, wait a minute. Like with any virus, we can get sick. We can get so sick. I mean, you can get a sinus infection and feel really, really ill. You can get the flu and get really, really ill. But know that your body is amazing. Know that your body is going to fight for you. And it's going to help you, but you have to give it the right foundations and the right tools and the right building blocks first. So many people that I see wait for something to go wrong in their health before they wake up and realize they need to do preventative care. 
And we are programmed in this country that if our insurance company doesn't pay for it, well, then we can't do it, right? Like if insurance company isn't going to pay for you to get chiropractic care, then, oh, well, I, I can't get that. Or if they're not going to pay for you to get acupuncture, oh, well, I'm not going to get that. Right? If they're not going to pay for your vitamins, oh, well, I'm not going to do that. If they're not going to pay for a life coach for you, oh, I'm not going to do that. We need to realize that insurance is sick care. This is for when we get very sick. It's very frustrating, too, that, you know, in our country, we can't even get catastrophic insurance unless you have a baseline of insurance. So, like, for my family, you know, family of four, $1,400, $1,800 a month for, you know, a quote-unquote health care that ultimately, you know, the only reason we want insurance is, yeah, if, you know, you get in a car accident and your leg goes flying off, well, heck, yeah, you want to have a great surgeon. You want to get care. But we shouldn't be paying this crazy amount out of our pockets for quote-unquote health care when we're taking care of ourselves. Imagine what you could do with $1,400 to $1,800 a month. Actually, let's do this. Let's say we only get catastrophic insurance and they want to charge us five, six, seven hundred dollars a month for that. So let's say we have an extra seven hundred dollars a month just to spend on preventative, just to spend on us getting a massage, just to spend on us, you know, driving up to the mountains and taking the hike, just to spend on us getting vitamin IV therapy and hydrating ourselves, just to spend on us going to the chiropractor, going to an acupuncturist, seeing a holistic health doctor. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine how much better our our health would be? But the problem is, is people that are taking care of themselves, that are working on their foundations of health, they are paying an astronomical amount for quote unquote healthcare when they're not even using it. They're only using it if, you know, like my daughter, she was running down the street, she fell, cracked her chin open and she needed stitches, right? She needed stitches. Okay. We don't want her bleeding to death. That's what insurance should be for, right? Where we get some major rare illness. And of course, medications are astronomical. And, you know, then the insurance should cover that. But I don't know. I'm probably going off on a tangent here. But (laughs) I guess what I'm trying to say is take a deep breath. Your body will be there for you. And you need to give it the right things. You need to support it. Our body has this technology in it that is absolutely freaking amazing. It remembers way back when you got the chicken pox. And guess what? If you're going around people that is getting the chicken pox or little kids, I guess they have the vaccination for that right now, but you know, you're not going to get it again. That's why when you got the chicken pox, your mom or dad or whoever probably told you, Hey, we're all going to get together. So everyone can get the chicken pox. Depends on how old you are. Actually, if they did that, my parents did that, but and then your parents didn't get the chicken pox. Why? Because decades before their biology, their cells 
have this coding that says, hey, if this chickenpox virus comes around again, we are not going to allow it to do the craziness that it did the first time because the body remembers. The body has the coding for the future to protect you from these viruses and from these viral particles. But again, your body is going to be able to protect you a lot stronger, more efficient, and in a shorter period of time if it is already dealing with a strong foundation of health. So I hope you guys got something out of today and today's little chat, but I did think it was important to remind everyone about what happens when a virus invades the body, how our body remembers, how our body takes care of us. And we shouldn't be fearful. We really shouldn't. But we do have to take care of ourselves. And for everyone out there that's had COVID and you have the antibodies for it, bravo to you because your body is smart. (laughs) And yeah, I'd love to hear what you have to say about the mandated vaccinations for some people. So if you want to message us at info at happy whole you, we would love to get your take on things. And I know that could be opening a whole can of worms, but hey, we welcome it. It's a personal choice and, you know, everybody's voice matters. So thanks for listening, you guys. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us today, you guys, on this Happy Whole You podcast. We are so stoked that you are listening. And if you have questions or want to reach out to us, you can always email us at info at happyholeyou.com. And you know where to find us at Happy Whole You on Facebook and at Happy Whole You on Instagram. So have a wonderful day. Have a great week. And we will see you soon.